Okay, yeah, well, I'll edit that out. Hey, this is the return of Trash House Street. It's been like a month. Yeah, it's been a little while. I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. We're going to talk about music. Yes. And other stuff. Yes, yes. Mainly the other stuff I think people come for, not the music. Mm-hmm. So what's new? Uh, how you like living in your new place? I like it just fine, and that is what is new. I moved. Uh, the move itself went pretty slick, except... Mm-hmm. The day I moved, no phone, did not check the internet at all, did not check Twitter, no TV, no nothing until Sunday morning. You know what happened uh, the well, day I saw I moved? you Sunday. Yeah, you know what happened on the day I moved? What? Uh, Charlottesville happened <laughs> on the day oh, I moved. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um... You were kind of, uh, blacked out, I guess, from the... <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So, yeah, I was, like, in sort of this news blackout, um... And it's weird, like, I swear, every time I move, something horrible happens. Like, a, the other space shuttle blew up, not the Challenger, the one that, like, kind of Oh, if it was a Challenger, I was in fourth grade. No, I, no, that was a... Although I was, um... Or maybe I, I was even younger. I watched it, I was watching Maybe I was in Challenger. second grade, I don't remember. Yeah. It's like I was in sixth, I believe, fifth or sixth. Yeah, so I had to be in second. But no, there was another one where it was, like, dropping, like... There was one, wasn't it Discovery? One I of think them. it was Discovery, yeah. So that happened the last time, like, two times ago, and then the last time something happened, too, and... Yeah, I'm like a sort of an angel of death. Yeah, you're an angel of moving death. So, and our producer is finally back from our earlier episodes. Yeah, Little uh, Grey Kitty is uh, peeking at us. Yeah, so previously, um, Grey Kitty used to just, like, hide or just do whatever downstairs. I'm in a much more cozy place, so she didn't have a lot of choice. So she's actually kind of staring at us now. She's watching. Walking she's over. She's walking over. Uh-oh, we better do her job. Yeah. So, but, you know, <laughs> cats. What else has happened? Um, I went and so this is Hardcore Fest, did mm-hmm. three days, or no, I did two days and an after show, and yeah. it was a lot of fun. I went with Nick Crowley on Thursday, mm-hmm. saw a bunch of people, saw Madball, saw uh, Ramallah do a Blood for, Blood for Blood set, which was awesome. Um, what else we see? There's a bunch of people. Terror was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uh, the after show party, which was um, Miracle Drug, who I am reviewing, who yes. were awesome. Mm-hmm. Lead singer is really cool. Um bought a shirt from him and he bought i always get small yeah he, he's like i can't find it he literally just walked off stage because i was like are you busy yeah <laughs> and uh he's like well if, he's like i'll give you the medium if i can find a small I'll just look for you in the crowd and give it to you Ooh, and he nice. did it was wow. really awesome and then he ended up talking to us on sunday he talked to me and mark that's cool we went on sunday and saw uh slap shot and uh freedom mm-hmm. a bunch of folks mm. And uh, shortly before that, we saw. But yeah, a wisdom chance. We band. saw garbage and Blondie a couple days later. And it was an interesting show. It was a fun show. I. It was, fun. It was the first time I was ever at the Man. It was nice to sit. Yeah. But at the same time, it kind of bothered me. Really? <laughs> yeah, like. No, I get it. I actually. feel weird just sitting there, like, oh, play, perform your music stuff while it I is weird, nod so. my head in my seat. It just is this weird? I don't know. It was weird because it wasn't necessarily their concert. You like can't you shouldn't be sitting and when Push It is playing, like you yeah. know what I mean. Like I don't know. Not I do the, all the time. Not the, and then I get my toilet paper and clean up. <laughs> nah, like I don't know. Like they should have a little like standing room and like maybe in the front. I guess it depends on the, the people performing. I've been in concerts where you stand regardless. Like, I mean, we've had seats before and you stand. It's just a weird... Yeah, maybe it's... It was a weird scene. Yeah. There was like a... It was just a lot of weird... It was a typical so, Blondie. Like, this first time I ever saw Blondie, mm-hmm. and I was actually very impressed, um, considering, like, 
she's my idol, and I just was afraid she'd yeah. be like, I'm old. So, so let me set the scene. So first garbage. First off, it poured yeah. a couple hours before the point where I was like, ah, shit, you might be not going. Yeah. And then it cleared up. So no problem there. It's a real nice day. We got there just in time for Deep Valley, the opening act. Yeah. Then Garbage was on like pretty quick. It was a very quick set change. Or yeah, it was Butch Vig's birthday. Butch Vig's birthday. We got. I thought sing. they were fantastic. I've never seen Garbage play a bad show. So they were really good. There was there's something odd with this show. Why? You well, think they're all drunk? I think they were all drunk. Well, it was Butch Vig. I didn't think too much of it, but it seemed like Shirley was like a bit late on a lot of the verse ends and all that. And but I didn't think too much of it till they announced that it was uh, Butch Vig's birthday. And we all sang happy birthday to them. And Butch said something like, Yeah, we're having a good time <laughs> getting our fucking buzz on. Woo! <laughs> Made all the more poignant because I believe his daughter was the one who brought out the birthday cake. <laughs> and then you got up to get a drink. Mm-hmm. And they st- went into Stupid Girl. Stupid girl. Yes. And Shirley... I only missed, I think, like one song. Shirley is always... That's sort of like she interacts with the band during that song. Mm-hmm. But she was... Oh, I forgot it. No, go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting to the ad, the punchline. So she was almost uncomfortably flirty with Eric Avery and just him. She was trying to get like a reaction out of him, but I don't think she was. So it was like, that was a weird thing. And then they end the, the song with um, Vow. Yes. It's so, a great song. Yeah, it was a great song. And so. it, did you ever watch the VMAs back in 1984? Yeah, the famous... The famous Madonna, like a virgin, yeah. humping on stage. Like. So, so Shirley Manson is sitting like in front of the drum set with like the hair in front of her eyes. And she she starts a simulated fuck of her microphone. My jaw dropped. <laughs> I think we both looked at each other we and were like, her. what? Now, now, the other thing was, this went on for a long time. <laughs> it wasn't like... Uh, you know, rockers fucking around and then Went like... Went on for uh, at least 20 seconds. Say, in a comfortable amount of time. Yes. It was hot, kind of. <laughs> but it was weird. I've never seen her do anything so like that. So like, I've seen that. I've seen like garbage probably like 10 times. Probably maybe more. I've never seen this. Yeah. They also would tell stories that didn't quite make sense. She's like, oh, this is when my boyfriend... Oh, yeah. She's talking about her boyfriend. She's talking about when she was in Goodbye Mr. McKenzie and like how she was in love with a guy... He discovered after three years that he is literally, he said, like, fucking every woman in Glasgow or something like that. But it was just a weird, so again, have never heard that. Then Blondie comes. Also, amazingly quick changeover of sets. Yes. And first... I think she was stoned. Yeah, well, yeah. You get to someone, especially someone in their 70s. And she's 71. You really don't know... I wouldn't know she was. You could. I knew she was older, but she oh. compared to Beach Boys. I was about to say <laughs> you don't know if she's gonna Brian Wilson this shit up, yeah, or she's gonna she's gonna Robert or Peter Townsend. And she so. was what I expected. You know, it's like she wasn't hopping all over. She didn't have that energy. You know, she was but, good. so she was dressed as a bumblebee, yeah, sort of because of Pollinator. Pollinator's right? the album. It's actually a pretty good album. Yeah, the, the songs that the new song, newer songs they played, I was like, wow, these are actually pretty good. But again, and I've never seen Blondie live before, so maybe this is indicative. She would get. She tells stories that made no sense. Yeah, she did. She started saying one about like Woodstock and like yeah, don't do the brown acid. <laughs> that was and funny. I believe Jamie said some of the effect. I think she. I think she did the brown acid. <laughs> and it was just weird. Like she probably was at Woodstock though. I'm sure she was. Um, she was in like a hippie band called Wind in the Willows back in the day. Yeah, I have one of their was CDs. She, was she Toad or Frog? Uh, both. Uh. No, she's like a backup singer in it. Yeah, so it was really good. It was like kind of weird. 
But I liked it. I thought she. I thought I was very impressed with Blondie. And then she rambled. Um, she did not play X Offender. Um, I really wanted her to, but it did not surprise me. Um, she did play Atomic. Yes, which is fantastic. And that was sort of where the band. Call like, me. Um, I forget what else she had. Um, Dream. Did she end on Dreaming? Which yeah, I'm not a huge. Well, fan we were kind of walked out. I kind of like that one. It's, it's um, not a bad song. It's just not my favorite but, song. But generally, like any band with like a, a history, I'll say. She, they played a lot they of. They play. Stuff. They play like they're, they're, the song they play, and it makes the. The crowd go wild. Yeah. And I would say with Blondie, it was Atomic. Yeah. But yeah, even the new stuff was really good. Yeah. And they did a fair mix of both. Yeah. Which is awesome. I was happy because... with their set and it was over at like 10. And that's the yeah, <laughs> end. It was over like at 10 p.m. because she had... The... We're like, oh great, we're going to get home by like 11. And then we bed. saw... So we got... We hit traffic on the way home. A little bit. Well, yeah. You, and then we saw why we were hitting traffic. Yeah, and got right back off. It was off. what we call a, a black tarp accident. Made a little jokes so of Blondie just... Destroy Shirley Manson emotionally <laughs> because she can. And... Oh, there's a kitty. Oh, and there's a kitty. Yeah, great kitty. Still here. She's like, move it on. Isn't it music review time? No, no, kitty. You're mean. <laughs> She's also like, I want to be sitting in the seat. So the cat sits in the computer seat now. I saw a show on Wednesday. I saw Leeway. Yeah. Uh, this, um, they, they actually played, um, I think, Sunday. Uh, this is hardcore. Mm-hmm. They played the Polish Fest, or yeah. the Polish uh, Polish Club in Phoenixville, and uh, another yeah. band uh, off of Fast Break Records, uh, Brick by Brick, and they were really good. It was a fun mm-hmm. show, not a ton of people. Um, end up running in like a boatload of like old faces. It was pretty yeah. cool. I had a lot of fun. I just stayed. I didn't even stay for all of Leeway because I was just wanted to get home mm-hmm. before 11, and I watched probably more than half their set and mm-hmm. took off. But it was fun. They were they were great. Huster puts on some good um, good shows. Yeah, let's talk about some. Some more current music. One of the bands I saw for the after show was Miracle Drug that I was mm. talking about. Yeah. And they are, they just have a new album out. It's more of an EP. Really cool record. It's screened on the front. I, uh, I took yeah. a picture of it. Yeah, I did see it, yeah. Or screened on the front of the back because all it is is on the, there's only one side because of the screening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miracle Drug, How Much Is Enough? And it came out in July. They're on War Records from Louisville, Kentucky. They've been a bunch of different hardcore bands mouthpiece super touch by the grace of god cr so they're kind of like just old heads and it's uh it's hard to put your finger on them their brand of hardcore i would say 80s hardcore punk metal melodic hardcore they're kind of like can't yeah. pigeon they can't, can't put them in any real category but i think they're fun they're different i really like them the song that it starts with uh war within mm-hmm. I just like how it starts the intro. Oh, the really throbbing metal bass. Yeah, awesome. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck. That's like a little kind of guitar solo going yeah. in, and then it's like a aggressive uh, drums going in. Uh, very 80s hardcore, just in so many different musical directions, in my opinion. Um, then I, it's just about dealing with depression and anxiety. I actually went and looked at the lyrics. Jury's Out is uh, another 80s style hardcore with some nice rock and roll riffs in mm-hmm. it. Fun song, Liars, Scapegoats, straightforward, hardcore in my opinion, with a little metal mixed in. Grudge, more uh, melodic hardcore about holding grudges. Ooh. Ooh. Do you mean like the the movie, the J? Ooh, um, the J horror. Yes. Like a whole bunch of, of the grudge. And then uh, Columbus, almost has a little more of a punk sound. I would say hardcore punk, aggressive yet melodic. I really like that song. A mix of good things like angry, personal. It's kind of different. As I said, you can't like put him really into a straightforward category. And I like that his vocals are more like shouted and not screamed. If that makes sense, it's no, not it like, does ah, because it's... sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like, like I feel my throat closing up. Mm-hmm. Like an example. So Pendulette. 
Yes. Sam Gillette, like, basically blew out his vocal cords, like, when he was younger, actually in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he has that weird, scratchy voice. I feel like my I'm getting strep every time when I you listen hear to that. him talk. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I agree. Like, that screamy stuff, it has, like, a psychosomatic effect. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I really like Miracle Drug. I'm so glad I got to see them. I, mm-hmm. Their live performance is great. I didn't get to see them at the Hardcore Fest. They played really early on Sunday. And I don't have 12 hours to be down mm-hmm. there. Um, and as I said, Brooks, the singer, is awesome. Really cool dude. Go see him live. They're awesome. By the so, record. Miracle Drug. Mm. How much is enough? So let's... You got the bullets? I got, I got the bullets. Oh, let's see. Eeny, meeny, money, mo. Let's talk about King Gizzard mm-hmm. and the Lizard Wizard with Mild High Club. Mm-hmm. The album is Sketches of Brunswick East. Off of Flightless Records. And this came out actually in August. It actually came out, I think, the 18th of August. Yeah. I, I Relatively recent. Listen so. to it on, this is on Bandcamp, I think you sent me, right? So, King Gizzard, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're sort of a, a psychedelic rock band out of Melbourne, Australia. I was surprised they were out of, not, like, yeah. you always, like, think it's out of the U.S. And then I saw it was uh, out, of, out, of, out of Australia. I'm like, in 2016, they had an album, Nonagon Infinity. Mm-hmm. And this was driving me crazy because I would have sworn... That I had reviewed it. I don't think you did. And I didn't. So here's what happened there. Their album came out the same time as The O.C.'s album came out. Yeah. Which incidentally, spoiler, The O.C.'s had an album come out around the same time this album came out. (laughs) uh, By a few weeks. Yeah. Um, Look for that next time. So I think I had, because they were similar, I had chosen to go one over the other. And actually when my brother Matthew did his Mm -hmm. kind of end of year list... He included Nottingham Infinity. So this would be their 11th album. Mm-hmm. Third album this year. Jesus. They're shooting to do five albums this year. And they're all a little different. And this one in particular is... It reminded me very Frank Zappa. Like I felt like I was straight listening to It was Frank very Zappa. odd. Yes, there was a lot. So the best way to describe it is psychedelic chill jazz. That's, yeah, I mean, is, if you like Frank Zappa, you will definitely yeah. like King Gizzard. And that's actually good, yeah, with Mild High Club. Yeah. How to describe it? It's mild high jazz. Like it goes there. It go, runs the gamut from, we'll call it, coffee house jazz. Mm-hmm. You know the kind like if we were beatniks, you might go in and we discuss poetry with Jack Kerouac, then smoke a lid. <laughs> All the way to and someone might be playing a xylophone in the back. Yeah, xylophone. <laughs> All the way to we'll call it nightmarish psychedelica ambient. Like, mm-hmm. we might go into a, a beatnik coffee house and meet <laughs> Billy Burroughs and discuss poetry and shoot up heroin. <laughs> and it's it's all over, but it works. Yes. There's a lot of odd instrumentation, including um, our old friend the theremin, mm-hmm. the sitar, or the zerma. It's like a duddick, doy. <laughs> it's, they're like weird, like, Middle Eastern horns. Oh. So it's a Turkish instrument. I had to look it up, too. I have no idea. Uh, so, and yeah, a lot of xylophone, a lot of synth. And like I said, it's all over the place. You have ones like the sketches of one Brunswick East, parts one through three, are all just very easy listening. They had coffee house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, I liked it. I thought and it was fun. And you get the stuff like, yeah, fun, like um, the book, which was my personal favorite, which is essentially a a horror pop lounge song. It's like if someone's playing a song, but missed the keys completely, but we're playing like the keys in the same, like, yeah. It's really weird. It's also one of the few songs where the album has lyrics. Dude, it reminds me kind of like the guitar Oracula's. 
Okay. Just because, like, it's a very... I listened to question. most of the songs, but I, don't, I wouldn't say I listened to all of them all the way through. Not that they're well, long songs. You don't songs. need to. So, the, yeah, there are a lot of short, a lot of instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was, uh, yeah, I was like, I don't remember hearing any vocals. Very few vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, some, there's, like, some soul funk in some of them that's mm-hmm. crazy. And other than it's good, it's very listenable for what it is, despite seeing so weird. They do a lot of, they play with a lot of time signatures, so stuff will start going too fast or too slow, and you're like, ugh, like you're going to vomit. Like if you um, felt like just smoking a J and just I mean, it's sitting really, on your couch. They sour a lot of the notes. It's very much an experimental album. Yeah, it's um, fun. So I liked it. As I was sort of researching all this, I listened to Nonagon Infinity, which is a really good album, but it's a lot more, I hesitate to say traditional, <laughs> but traditional psychedelica. Three albums, two more to go this year. I believe one of them, the one they did before this one, is a crazy concept album, supposedly. They said the concept album to end all concept albums. Ooh. I'll believe it when I hear it. That's nutty. Nutty. Nutty like a fruitcake. Yeah. Trapped Under Ice, mm-hmm. who are playing at the Underground Arts on Sunday with yeah. Fury and f- hardcore band out of California and Freedom, who I've seen a couple times. Hardcore band out of uh, Boston. But you know what Sunday is? It's the season finale of Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't go. I really want to go to the show, but I'm like, I really want to see That's the a, end of Game of Thrones. Lamer. Yeah. So Trapped Under Ice, Heat Wave, off Pop Wig, that came out in July. Uh, Trapped Under Ice is another, like, kind of, not kind of, they're a, I don't want to say super group, but they've been in a billion bands. Um, Down to Nothing, Turnstile, Angel Dust. It's funny, I got my new Noise magazine, and who's on the cover? Trapped Under Ice. And they have this tree, and, like, everybody, like, that's that went to different bands, like, yeah. I think Terror Free was in there. There was just a boatload of bands they've branched off of that Trapped Under Ice started. Um, they're out of Baltimore. They were a band from 2007 to 2013, and then they kind of went on hiatus, and they started um, doing more stuff uh, a couple years ago, 2015. This is their third release. It's on their, um, I'm pretty sure it's their own label as Popwig. So, I don't, did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah. Like do you know, could you, do you remember listening to Angel Dust? I do, could you, yeah. Could you feel that Angel Dust? Yeah, a little bit, it? yeah. Yeah. I thought, it, I really liked it. Like, the first song is Fast In Your Face Hardcore. Very aggressive, not too like chugga chugga chugga. Uh, it's straight up. Uh, I really like the song "Do It." It's kind of fun, sing-songy. Kind of has a little bit of an angel dust feel to it, but it's heavy. If that makes sense. A lot of these songs are kind of heavy yet poppy yeah, in definitely. some weird way. Throw it all away has also has another like an angel dust feel to me. It's almost like heavy party rock. Like it's just hard. It's hard to uh, say. Uh, pressure's on. They almost that song reminded me of uh, this other hardcore band, uh, Cold War. That's more kind of like they rap more in there. The, I know Cold War for some reason. Uh, Crowley used to listen to. Oh, it. okay, that's what. Yeah. Slow death, straightforward hardcore, fast aggressive with catchy riffs. Heat wave, I like too. That's like a pop hardcore feel to it. Other side is more of a straightforward '80s like kind of D like Washington D.C. feel hardcore, but it has like an alt '90s breakdown in it. And Move, one of their last songs, has kind of like a party rock, heavy yet poppy feel to it. Um, I really like it. I, I really like this album. I was never into Trapped Under Ice. I thought I, when I first listened to them, they were much more heavy and not as progressive or experimental, I want to say, in their sound. So I listened to this. And I was like, holy shit. It's like, I, I just enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Like it was heavy yet 
poppy. Not, I would, mm-hmm. Poppy's like the wor- the wrong word. It's almost like how Mutoid Man could be poppy. Yeah. To a point. So then I went and bought a couple other their other records, and the the record before this is the big the big kiss something with a kiss. And it, you could tell it was almost progressing towards us. Yeah. And then you could also tell, like, in their other, I don't want to say, like, they're pretty much our side projects, just how, like, all those influences just went into this record. Because you had, like, the, the song Heat Wave, like, sampled into it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I read on some website, because I'm like, how do you explain their sound? And 90s groove-centric hardcore. And I was like, ah, okay, yeah. that works, it works. As I said, I really like it. I think it's just a different sound and take mm-hmm. on... The whole genre of hardcore. Mm. It's just different. I like yeah. it. Yes. I like it too. Not as much as... Like, I think um, Miracle Drug, like, of the three you picked, is the one I like. I was like, ooh, this is really good. Yeah. It's, but I liked everything. Yeah, this one's good. It, I did pretty much all hardcore albums. So yeah. Nice. So Trapped Under Ice. Trapped Under Ice. Good stuff. Unless Check them out. you're actually Trapped Under Ice. Yes. Like a... Like the Metallica song. Or a dragon. The Ice Dragon. I predict... This is my Game of Thrones prediction. Mm-hmm. They all make up. And they're friends, and they don't have an eighth season. (laughs) The end. I don't know. I don't know. My I'm not gonna put predictions Uh, out there. I think Daenerys and Jon Snow are gonna hook up, which is kind of creepy because they're into that. They're like she's his aunt. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, weird. This does it for both. She'll be like, I know you. You read through Wikipedia. I do. Yeah. yeah, So (laughs) I um, still don't have uh, cable. I have internet, but I don't have any sort of connection to the world of cable. So, Monday morning, I rush to the Wikipedia and I read everything that happened. It's been good. It's been really good. Yeah, I know. It sounds... It reads really good. Those are really good wikis. <laughs> and you haven't... Do you watch the first season of Preacher, right? I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second. I'll probably... I'm going to watch that. I'm caught up on that. It's, it's good. So, last time, mm-hmm. oh so long ago, I believe when someone was... Imaginary breaking into my house, possibly. <laughs> I reviewed a band called Daddy Issues. Yes. Daddy Issues out of Greensboro, North Kakalaka. Mm-hmm. And over the course of that, we discovered there was another Daddy Issues. A Daddy Issues that had actually put out an album this year. Yes. Uh, earlier in May. That's the one that I like originally saw mm-hmm. in New Noise Magazine. I was like, you should check them out. But I listened to the surf one. Yeah. So this is... Daddy Issues. The grunge one. The other one. <laughs> Daddy Issues. The other one, Jamie. <laughs> Part two. They're a lo-fi, riff-heavy, doo-wop backing vocal band with a 50 chords progression. Sort of a post-grunge revival thing going on. There's some similarities to the the first Daddy Issues, we'll call them. Mm-hmm. Are there Daddy Issues. The other one. Sort You're of, confusing people. They're not. They're, 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 they're dumb. Um, I believe the album's called Deep Dream. Maybe yeah. I should say that off of it had Kitty in the title, um, Infinity Cat Records. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they they take they borrow a lot from '90s music. I'll say one band a lot more than the others. Yes. But we'll get to that at the end. And all the songs tend to be about the same thing. They're all about sort of some sort of post breakup angst. Uh huh. Whether it's angry, sad, or indifferent, poor self esteem. And like I'm a sad girl. And it's actually I'm sad, a girl sad, rock. sad girl rock. Yeah. And um Woe is me, sad, sad. <laughs> and the drug use tends to figure out mildly in it. No, I got I I it should have been an EP. I think so, yeah, I'm gonna agree. So Oh sad, yeah, did you see it said sad, sad girl? Sad girl rock. Yes, yes. Um also Pizza Rock? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know Pizza Rock. I've seen that for a couple of bands. Pizza Rock. Note to self. Look it up. 
So yeah, Sagger, like I said, all the all the songs were kind of samey for the most part. I like when they actually the slow songs kind of all sounded the same. Yeah, and like it was not that it was bad or anything like that, but there's there was what twelve songs on the record. Mm-hmm. The, all the slow songs, which was a lot, yeah, almost sounded the same. and Was about the same sad girl stuff. Yeah, I mean it was all because I ended up looking at. I think here, it was like so. in your eye. There, the second song I think I really liked. Like um, the songs that I really liked were really in good. your head. Yes, I really liked. That's that the one where they for some reason they talk about listening to pavement. Oh, do they? Here are the ones that I liked, um, and I, it was all okay. But like I said, like the slow stuff was like very samey. It was almost like filler. Yeah. Um, Lemon. Okay. That's the one that's sort of like it has kind of a Pixies vibe. It's it's fast. It's actually more reminiscent of the first Daddy Issues. Okay, yeah. Thing. It's basically about making excuses to avoid going out with your boyfriend because you're lazy. And it's like, you know, the best line is, I hate that it's your birthday because I think I'm staying in tonight. He's like, no, I'm sick. You can't come <laughs> over. So that kind of made me laugh. Um, high Street is basically about, like, so get, getting high, but sort of talking about I should drive by his house and do stuff, but I think we're just going to stay here and get baked. <laughs> Boring Girl is a Liz Fair song. Okay, yes, yes. And the MVP, which I talked about last time, would be Dog Years. Yes. Or, or, or Heart-Shaped Yeah, Heart-Shaped Box. It is... It's a good song. I would say, if... you got to imagine, if Nirvana were active, there would be lawsuits abound. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a very good song. It's... Other than Lemon, because I really like Lemon, it's my second favorite song in the album. It's basically about someone being the worst person in the world, but only in the most petty of ways. Yeah. Lines like, you know, if you were anything, you would be the worst things, and you would ruin the end of the movie. So it is very heart-shaped box, and then it goes, you know, the titular line, in dog years, you'd be dead. Yeah. And then it breaks up into this burst of really insane guitar Yeah, noise. yeah. Like this screaming. It changes, like, the, the end is just a different song. And that kind of makes it. I agree. I listened to their previous album, mm-hmm. Can We Still Hang, from 2015. For, for what I like, it is a much better album. Really? All the songs are about high school problems. <laughs> like, there's one at uh, Unicorns and Rainbows, which is basically about... Like, how I don't want a boyfriend. There's uh, one called Creepy Girl, and I actually, like, kind of laughed a little bit. Blue Hair Boy is, like, a riot girl. I see it, only it's about this blue hair boy that she's in love with. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I wonder if he'll love me if I dye my hair pink. <laughs> so it's, like, very irreverent. I had to kind of restrain myself from actually not reviewing that album as well, <laughs> um, other than I liked it. Like I said, Daddy Issues, the other it's one. It's not bad. Decent. It's not... It's good, but not great. Yeah. And I don't think it's I appreciate just, it being different to a point, other than, like, sounding... I appreciate it. And, like, so, uh, and some of it is, I'm not... I was never a super big grunge fan. Mm-hmm. Like, like the post-grunge. I like I like grunge back in the day. I did back in the day, but it just, like... Yeah. I mean, you know what I like still? I like... I like Nevermind a bit, but I usually take Nevermind up. In Utero... Yeah, all the, the Nirvana album. stuff's good. So Nirvana stuff's good, but like... In, you I was know, never into Pearl Jam. I like, the, I like the first Pearl Jam album. We should have visit, revisit Pearl Jam at this time. <laughs> but yeah, I was never a super big grunge fan. It's part of the reason this fell a bit flat for me. But yeah, they needed a little bit more variation. Yeah, Even like if you did all grunge, you need to, you know you could change it up a little bit. Yeah. I guess. Well, look at culture abuse. Remember when I re- reviewed them? They actually got picked up by Epitaph. To me, that was like almost like a 90s grunge album, but it, it was like a little more popular, and, and it was... It needs to change up a little bit. Um, they are not bigger than you two as their... Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah. That's their funny. band cap does. 
But it's decent, decent. Like I said, like so the songs that are good are really, really good. The songs that are slow are mediocre. Are kind of mediocre. Yeah. But they still play better than me. So that would be Data Issues, the other one. End it. Self-titled. Mm. Flat spot. Flat spot records. Baltimore hardcore punk. Imagine that. 90s style. New York style hardcore. Um, it's streaming on. It's uh, <laughs> streaming on Dying Scene uh, website. Um, on their Bandcamp, they said they were influenced by Gut Instinct. Someone's getting a booty. Yeah. Call, so. Next step up and neglect. They remind me a lot of Cro-Mags and a little bit. I didn't. I was playing for Mark in the car, and Mark said they remind me of Burn a little bit, the, the vocals at least. And I was like, okay, cool, I can see that. So yeah, anyway, they're kind of a throwback to East Coast, like New York hardcore. First song, give it up, straight up, as I said, East Coast mm-hmm. <laughs> hardcore. Wishlist it reminds me of a lot of Cro-Mags, which yeah. equals awesome to me. Mm-hmm. A political. Youth crew, sing-along, charm about it. It was only five songs. I really enjoyed it. This is going to be a really quick review. I thought it was just, yeah, a fun throwback. I'm just happy I stumbled across them. I'm looking forward to more songs. But, yeah, I've listened to it a bunch of times. They just very much remind me, like, I, I think his vocals remind me of more of, um, of Cro-Mags. But. Mm-hmm. End it. That's my awesome review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very quick. <laughs> and it's, uh, it, it's a quick... Listen like to a anyway. Song. Yeah, it's like uh, well, that trap that uh, trap under ice was only fourteen minutes long. Yeah, Ended, I think it was maybe ten minutes or something, maybe a little less. Mm-hmm. But if you like that type of stuff, like sick of it all, that type, I, I think you'd enjoy it. I think they're gonna be once they have like a, a full length out. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be. I don't mind a shorter album. Um, yeah, I mean there's an EP, and I, I just saw I, I follow a bunch of record labels and. Uh, they said, oh, this is streaming free, blah, 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 check them out. And I did, and I was like, oh, cool, these guys are really, really good. I was say, yeah, I think some albums, much like every Marvel series ever created, could do with a little <laughs> trimming. So, yeah, end it. If uh, you like that style of hardcore, then mm-hmm. check them out. I, as I said, they're really fun. I yeah. like them. I would go see them. There was a boatload of shit out that we could have reviewed. Yeah, so, as of the recording, this recording, it is August 26th. Shirley Manson's birthday. Shirley Manson's birthday. Eight two six club. There's no eight two six yeah. club. Yeah, be a dork. Lose jealous. Uh, Lose jealous. But um, me and no. Shirley Manson have the same birthday. It's just twenty six. Um, April. This is not the same August. birthday. You see, that's just the same day. Yeah, you're jealous. Eight twenty six. No. Yeah. I'm in the nines club. Yeah, we got the same birthday as Johnny yeah. Depp and Angelina Jolie. And uh, oh, no, no, Donald Angelina Duck. Jolie. Is it Donald Duck? Donald Duck's birthday is you know. Uh, mine's the Philly fanatic. Ugh. Anyway, so yeah, a lot of stuff came out. So like yesterday, the twenty fifth, as of the recording of this. Yes. Um, aside from the Queen's album, which I've attempted to listen to, I'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it's very different. I heard so too. I've also heard it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heard, haven't listened to it yet. I've heard people say I try not to read reviews. Yeah. I think they said it's their best album since "Song for the Death." Songs for the Death. Songs for the Death. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was out. That the, was like their big single. Yeah, that was their first big album. Yeah, because I think Rated R was the f- album before, which is actually so. a really good album. So that um, Filthy Friends, which... Wow, I'm having trouble with the Fs today. <laughs> filthy filthy <laughs> Friends, which is a super group mm-hmm. with, among them, Corn Tucker of Slater Kenny, who I talk way too much about, Peter Buck of R.E.M., and some so, other people. is it Corinne Tucker or Corn Tucker? Corn Tucker, but it's like... Okay. Everyone drops the I because you like a lot of people say corn. Okay. Why did you hear someone say? I heard it was like Corinne. 
Well, I think it's Corin Tucker or Corin Tucker, but I've heard everyone say corn. Okay, I was just asking because right. uh, you uh, like uh, you would always say corn. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know if you were saying Corin or yeah, corn. It's kind of get slow. It doesn't matter. How about that? <laughs> so that and some other bands. I mean, uh, um, so anyway, with other releases, um, Dopamine's pop punk band. They had an album out, I think, in April or May called uh, Tales of Interest, and I finally just got the vinyl. The record, uh, maybe a month ago, very good. Slow Death, another kind of pop punk band. Their album was called Punisher, came out good. Converge Seven Inch, really good. First side straight up, good. You know what you would expect out of Converge. The second side's a little bit of a slower song, but really good. Expulsion, Nightmare Future. I don't think I reviewed them, but that was really good. Kind of a grindcore, uh, if you like Napalm Death type of band. Fireburn, Don't Stop the Youth. Has a is a great EP. It has a bad brains like DC hardcore feel to it, and Ezra Kyer from uh, Leftover Crack and Morning Glory, he's coming out with a solo album um, off of Anxious and Angry, which I'm looking oh. forward to. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff out. I just wrote a handful of stuff down because I was like I could have reviewed any of these. Church Girls out of Philly came out with one, mm-hmm. which I think is the first time I realized a band we reviewed in very early podcasts. Are cycling back around. Yeah. We're going to hit two years in uh, I know. a month. Crazy. Cray cray. Yeah. So, I got three four- short stories for you. Mm-hmm. The first one was, I, so I went to an event today. I'm not going to tell the story of the event. Mm-hmm. It's a baby party. Not an F. Scott, an F. Scott Fitzgerald short story, but an actual party where there were babies. Were they like adult babies? Some, it's a different, that's uh, the party I'm going to after we're done. Uh, after. I live near Valley Forge Park, yes. and my mother came over to see my apartment, and we drove up together, and she commented how she used to go down and eat lunch, mm-hmm. and a lot of times she went, like, in the park area, and a lot of what, times... What, at Betswood or whatever? Well, yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. No one's going to stop me at Betswood. Mm-hmm. So she said she'd go down and eat Betswood years ago, like, eat lunch, and people just be fucking in the trucks at their it's lunch. It's um, apparently a gay pickup joint now too like it yeah. still is like, so apparently yeah there's that so that's a little story nothing too exciting but i was like oh she also used the word blowjob in this story and i was okay. like oh don't mom that's gross <laughs> number two a blowing job a or a blowing job <laughs> this is more of a psa okay so you know harry chapin yes cats in the cradle yes a i feel like a song that every movie yeah. sort of misinterprets is because it's about not being with your kid and it's mm-hmm. like guys with the kids. Um, his widow is starting a, posi- a petition to get him in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, which apparently is very hard to do posthumous, posthumously. Uh-huh. So if you want to go to inductary.com and sign that petition, okay. you might be able to get him. I'm, I'm surprised he's not in that. To be I honest. am too. So I work with someone... Who's friends with Harry Chapin's nephew. Mm-hmm. Like, really good friends. So that's how he found out. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I, I personally, I'm a real big fan of Harry Chapin. That's cool. His one live album is really good. And, yeah, all right, so there's that. Okay, what's your third story? I've been having a weird issue Okay. listening to music in my car. Okay. If I try to play it on my iPod, if I try to play my iPod, it spontaneously skips... Or resets. Um, you probably need a new iPod. Nope. This is what this is what I figured out. So doesn't happen any other time than in my car. I figured out today. Uh-huh. And I'm not hundred percent sure. Your car is haunted. Uh, maybe. I'm doing some hypothesis testing. 
If I run my air conditioning and listen to my iPod, it causes my iPod to glitch out. That's it so also weird. causes, incidentally, I had... After this happened, I thought it was my iPod going back. Yeah. Because it's never been the least helpful things in the world. Yeah. The uh, the Apple forums are all like, yeah, you probably have a bad hard drive. Yeah. They're also like, are you sure you're doing this? Yeah, they're awful. So, I loaded you up some... You turn it on? You're like... Oh. That's a lot. <laughs> so, I loaded up some stuff on a thumb drive. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to that in my car, and the same thing would happen. Oh, so, weird. Yeah, if I run my air in my car, it glitches out the software just to... Well, do not be running your air too much longer. It's pretty nice. Well, I know, but like sometimes... If you're on 422 or whatever, you know there. So, yeah, I had put villains on there yesterday. Uh-huh. And every time I did, it kept, like, resetting or doing so it, like, so I gave up. But I think I figured it out now. So what were you going to talk about villains? That was the villain story. I can't have oh. been able to listen to villains because my iPod won't let me. Yeah, and I have not received my record yet. Yeah. I'm kind of pissed you about that. Josh Homme. I know. I'm supposed to get it Tuesday. And, um... The Mets or Mets have a new record out coming out next month in September, at the end of the month. And I haven't listened to the two songs. I could download it, but that's coming out yeah. shortly. I'd like to review that. They're playing in Philly, but they're playing a Tuesday, and I have school. I start yeah. school on Thursday. I start school, I think, Tuesday. Ding but dong. they haven't updated the, the website yet, the talent suite or whatever the hell it is. Um, so I'm hoping that they didn't unregister for me. Like me, but I'm hoping they didn't like drop me from class or something. As I'm uh, still showing a payment, I don't think so. So I went to my school on Friday to yeah. get uh, my my books, my anatomy and physiology books. Mm-hmm. I was gonna get my other book, but they haven't said anything to like what to buy yet. Which I'm like, oh, yeah. come on, you know, like it's starting uh, Wednesday. Anyway, two books. How much do you think it costs? Look at this, 120. No. Higher. 200? Higher. I just made a face. <laughs> 250? Higher. Really? 300? Higher. 350? Higher. This is 400? Lower. <laughs> what? Well, 300, $386. Does it come with like a. a is that not insane? Penis? That's crazy. Um, It's an AMP book, which I use for two classes. So I think they're trying to just rape you. Yeah. And then the lab manual is. $86. That's insane. So now I bought it new and I didn't want to buy it new, but all the used copies were so shitty that I was like, I might as well buy it new. And, and it was so shitty. It was like two, it was, uh, the, the book was 300 bucks. It was 299. I think the used shit copies were 250. That's insane. <laughs> two books. I have. And I don't, I didn't buy my psych book. I have no idea if I have to buy it because I'm not like. I bought my psych book for my online class. I never needed to use it. Is I, I, that's, how, I, that's mind-boggling. Like, I bought... I have a book. The most expensive, like, I think, textbook I bought was recently for 120 And it's a book that fucking NASA uses, so... And, um... Yeah. Yeah, like, I could have rented it, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to use it for two classes. I'd rather just have it, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't want to rent it. You could buy, like, the binder. and it, Like, you could buy a binder, and it has loose leaf that you put in a binder. And that's, like, a cheaper option. I don't really like to study that way. I never studied that way. I'm sure it's yeah. probably fine, but I just... That's and that was still... I think that was like $200. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, they really <laughs> built it. It did come with like a little homunculus or something. And I didn't know if that was just for that class. So if I'm going to spend 300 bucks, yeah, I'd rather use it on two classes and just... Yeah. You know, 100 That's excessive. Yeah. Like, how do people pay... Like, it's like my two classes cost like... Thirteen hundred, twelve or thirteen hundred. Yeah. Now 
put in almost four hundred dollars a books. Like that's two for two yeah, it's, classes. It's, it's crazy. It's madness. And then Montgomery, you're gonna. Well, I don't know if you have to pay it. Montgomery County. If you're a resident, you have to pay like this eleven percent tax that goes to Montgomery County. Oh really? Yeah, that goes to the college. I like. Mm. I'm a homeowner, so maybe I'm. If you own a yeah. home, it's like that. But oh, I, wow. I just think it's crazy. Yeah. I was mind blown. Like when she told me the title, the total, I was just like, uh, uh, like mm. I wouldn't go back and get those shit copies. But I'm like, what was? Well, the whole fifty dollars extra does it really matter mm. now? Uh. So yeah, don't go to school. Schools for suckers, man. Hey. Yeah, but when people, you know, like when when Bernie Sanders and I don't mean to be political, was like, well, free tuition, and people are like, oh, those kids don't know how good they have it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize how fucking expensive. I'm going to community college. Mm-hmm. Like I'm taking classes. Like yeah. Like if I was going to a four year college, which I have went to before, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how yeah. much this shit would be then. Ugh, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Well, Rant done. You know what I say to that? What? I-U-D-S-I-S. Stay in school because <laughs> cool. it's the best. <laughs> Thank you, Peaches, and your wonderful, wonderful... S-I-S. Words of wisdom. Hurt so good, got a sorgasm. <laughs> She's a poet. Yeah. The Casanova. Nova? Oh, you know what else? I went back and I listened to the Faint Dance Macabre the other yeah. day. That's such a good album, like, start to finish. Like, I miss... Really good electro. Yeah. I think LCD's new album's there, like, either is going to be out very shortly or might have been leaked already. Yeah. But I know it's done. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that. Because I wasn't, like, really blown away by the, the two songs that have been out. Mm-hmm. Not that they're bad songs, but... Except for Taylor Swift. And releasing Did her... you um, watch it? I'm glad you brought that up. I haven't watched it, actually. Um, you know how I feel about Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. But she's awesome? Yeah, go ahead. The, the new... Watch the video. I posted it on our Facebook. I saw you post it. I didn't Um, it. It's pretty cool. Uh-huh. It's very, like, angry. Uh-huh. It's very, like, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. I, I, apparently, it's supposed to be about, like, Kanye West and yeah. Kim Kardashian. And it's very uh-huh. spiteful. Did you watch The Feud? No, didn't. Let's play The Feud! No, uh, the Joan Crawford, uh, yeah, Betty no. Davis... The only way I can explain the video is the 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 opening credits of the feud like was really cool anime like mm-hmm. animated and that's what the uh, uh, Taylor Swift stuff reminds I'll me. I'll give of. it a watch. It's it's. Well, fun. the other thing is that so the album is coming just happens to be coming out, or is purposely coming out on the tenth anniversary of Kanye's mom or dying. Really? Yeah, wow. and depending on who you ask, like the record company says, eh. It was always going to be this because it's how we schedule shit out. Yeah, it could be, A lot be of too. people are like, yeah, it's like... Really oh, you, we'll watch it after we get the recording yeah. here. But, yeah. Did it. you um, uh, wear your uh, nice shades the other day? Oh, or? so, yeah, Eclipse. Yes. The, um, the Mitsubishi car. The Mitsubishi Eclipse, or... <laughs> that was my first car. Yeah. Um, I don't know what people were expecting um, around here. It was a lot of hype for... Like, I was working out, mm-hmm. and I went for a run... Yeah. Oh During my the God. height of it. Did you go blind? Um, yeah, because I stared at the sun the whole time. No, it was actually pretty cool because everyone was on their front porch or yeah. like on their lawn with either like their phone or those the crazy glasses was yeah. looking around. I saw it for like a second because it was cloudy and I actually didn't have any glasses yeah. on. I looked up. I president so, trumped it. Those glasses. This is for the people who didn't look at the eclipse through eclipse glasses. Uh huh. They are basically. You might as well be like they're black. Like when you look through them, you can't see anything. Except when you stare at the sun, <laughs> you can see that. But, I mean, there are such thick aluminum, yeah, they basically 
Can't it was one. Of the, it was all cloud cover. Like as I, I saw a bit of it, and it was cool. I'm glad I saw it. But yeah, I mean, I want to be in the path of totality. Oh, I have. I know a guy who went. I saw Mary. How Mary looked like yeah. she, they saw some. And I don't normally go for the sappy stuff. Friend of mine mm-hmm. went to Nashville, Tennessee. Home of Daddy issues. The other ones. All them with his girl, which is in the path of totality. Yeah. And he set up a camera, and at totality, he proposed to her. Oh. Yeah. Pussy. Yes, yeah, so I said. Oh. So, how many like punk bands do you think are like Path of Totality? <laughs> See, that's a good. That'd be a good metal band. Or a totally art rap. Path of Totality. Yeah. that's gonna be my new band's name. Who yeah. wants to start a band? I'll sing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not good at singing. It does. You just have to do some screamo. Yeah, I'll just go. Rah, 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 or I'll do my grind. Or you just do it all in post. I could. So I was around. Like I looked at it. It was like a big event. I thought it was decent. But people are like, I don't like you. Uh, that's dumber. That's the worst of Facebook. It was like, this eclipse is awesome. Look at my... My favorite was a post on my Facebook with my friend Monica. She was like, oh, thanks for all the eclipse pictures. They're as cool as your fireworks pictures. <laughs> did you see my eclipse picture? Um, no, but did you see me hashtag save Lewis? Yeah, was, yeah I almost died earlier this week. <laughs> The bug flew in my eye. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was pretty amazing. It was. I liked it. I was like, it's funny. So I look at it. I was like, oh, someone named Lewis is in danger. <laughs> Poor guy got a bug in his uh, eye. And I saw that. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I saw that through my good eye because my eye was all red and irritated the next. Well, morning. I think what cracked me up the most was Crowley's post of thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was laughing at yeah. that. It was pretty funny. But um, yeah. So Eclipse. End of summer. Oh, here's my last thought on the Eclipse. So Neil deGrasse, deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. He tweeted, relax people, the eclipses happen like every two years. Yeah. So it's my hope that some kid who's going to be an astronomer is not going to be an astronomer. <laughs> okay, but I guess. But it's curmudgeonly. Yeah. Him, not me. Yeah. I'm a teller of truths. Me too. This will probably be the last one, again, sort of for a while, but you probably won't notice, folks, because I take so long to edit these. <laughs> so We'll get one in September sometime. A fill, bonus, no, filler episode that'll come out at some point late September. And uh, as uh, I always say, I've been trying to get Mark to do mm-hmm. one with me, and we just delayed, delayed. Well, I did delay. one with my bro, and it's after like a month and a half, it's half edited. <laughs> But I did move it up. So yeah, we'll have some stuff coming. Yeah. We will be able to do a really short ones. We already have our music set properly. Yeah, kind of, sort of, so. Yeah. We'll figure so, it out. In the meantime. In the meantime. In the meantime, <laughs> you may find us at Facebook, Trash House Street. Yes. Um, www.trashhousestreet.com. Yeah. Easiest is Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Like we'll, us on iTunes. Like us on iTunes. Or just listen and download and. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever Stitcher you get. Stitcher or whatever, yeah. Wherever you get your fine podcasts from. Mm-hmm. All right, then. All right, folks. Uh, that's it. Later. Later, dudes. Dudes. Le bon day. Meow. 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 Meow.